When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I always enjoy bringing you the latest. This is The Scoop. It's The Scoop with Darren Dookie Wolfson from 5 Eyewitness News. And away we go on this Thursday, the 18th of May. The year is 2023. This is a mini Scoop podcast episode. It is episode 416. Wide-ranging conversation with Wolves and Lynx owner Glenn Taylor. We begin with the Lynx. Friday night, Target Center against Chicago. The Lynx open their 25th season in the WNBA. Glenn, always appreciate catching up. Before we get to the Lynx, before we get to the Wolves, how are you, Glenn? I heard that you underwent back surgery. I want to make sure you're doing okay. Well, it's still to be determined. <laughs> it is a back surgery. It hasn't helped us yet, but they said, guys, I mean, was it something that was necessary, Glenn? Like, did you have to undergo this surgery? I didn't have to, but I was having difficulty walking and hurting a lot. So can you get around? Like, will you be at the Lynx game on Friday night? You'll see me there. Good. Okay. So you're able to get out of the house, at least move around a little bit? Hopefully I'll be on my two feet. We'll see. All right. Well, good. Well, good. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you're saying you'll be fine, the fact that you're laughing a little bit, makes me feel good that you're doing okay. Okay, year 25. This is the 25th year of Lynx basketball. Glenn, when I say that, what comes to mind? Oh, I think I'm just proud that uh, Minnesota has accepted them and supported the team so well. And, and through the long run, you know, we started from scratch and built up and, and had some very good years. How high are expectations this year? Well, I think we know we're rebuilding. I think we're. I think Cheryl's very practical about that. Uh, I think uh, she's going to end up with three rookies on the team. So that means, you know, I mean that we don't usually. That doesn't happen. Uh, I know a fourth rookie was very close to making the team. So I think you know she decided to go younger. And, uh, and, uh, and hope that the ladies just, uh, improved during the year. I mean, I think I'm okay with this though, Glenn, that, you know, you start looking ahead to next year's draft, the possibilities, if you have a higher draft pick next April, there's nothing wrong with that. Plus I'll tell you what, Glenn, I think Diamond Miller has superstar written all over her. I love her ceiling. Well, I mean, what the coach is doing is something uh, that we've talked about for years, uh, putting the better, the best team we can, but we're going for the long run. I mean, she signed a five-year contract with me. So, I mean, she's here, and I said, well, that's the way we should look at it. Let's not try to do something foolish the first year. Let's uh, try to get, uh, uh, you know, four good years out of this and one pretty good year, and we're hoping this will be the pretty good year. Will it be weird not seeing Sylvia Fowles out there? It will be. You know, she's such a sweetheart, first of all, and then such a 
dominant uh, player out there that, uh, you know, obviously we're going to miss her. Have you at all tried to talk her into playing again? No, no. <laughs> we did that last year. <laughs> the, the, the lady was ready to retire, and Cheryl and I talked her out of it, so we're not going to do it again. Is there an under-the-radar player? Like, clearly Diamond Miller gets a lot of the headlines, Nafisa clearly gets a lot of the headlines, but to you, Glenn, is there an under-the-radar player that you think can really surprise us this year? Well, I think, you know, we have to see if he can get back her her uh, performance or rookie year performance and stuff like that. That's, that's what makes such a difference on a team. I think that if she could get back to that level, uh, then I think and, and, you know, we just get to be determined. Uh, then I think uh, we'll be up there with the, uh, some of the top teams. Maybe not the top three, but I think we could be competitive against most of them. But I think that's important. You uh, mentioned, Diamond, Mil- yeah. Diamond Di- Miller would be the, you know, the real jewel if uh, she can develop like she has the potential. Pun intended, I hope there. Or maybe no pun intended, Glenn, but... I'm telling you, I love Diamond. Like, I think five years from now, trust me, I love Aaliyah Boston. I think Aaliyah Boston is going to be really good. But I think, Glenn, like, there's a legit chance that Diamond Miller is going to be the best player from this draft class. Well, I, you know, I don't know the other uh, Boston, but I know that uh, Diamond Miller has a great personality to go along with her her, uh, athletic performance. You mentioned those teams at the top. I mean, are we seeing some super teams forming? Like specifically New York and Vegas. Yeah, and, and I wish we wouldn't. I, I wish they wouldn't happen that way. I mean, we we tried to attract a couple of the ladies to play for us, uh, and we weren't able to uh, get them. Uh, they kind of have made up their mind they're going to go with uh, go for the championship, and they're going to kind of congregate together. So you're going to have to deal with that issue. Um, you know, that's what's happened in the men's, and it just uh, takes stuff away. But, you know, now in the men's this year, even though they did that, it didn't work out that way. I mean, uh, a lot of the other teams pulled the thing very equal this year. So it was kind of up, you know, sort of up for grabs. When will we see expansion in the WNBA? I think with the new commissioner and stuff, She's very aggressive and honest, and I think part of her having this uh, game up in Canada at Toronto is, is probably, probably, you know, part of her, a plan. Maybe a team should be up there. So I think it'll happen the next year. I mean, I can make a case for a bunch of markets, certainly on Toronto. I mean, that spectacle over the weekend, Glenn, that was a sight yeah. to behold, all those people watching, you know, the Lynx and, and Chicago. But, like, Portland... Louisville, like I can, I can make a case for like five or six cities. Well, I can too, and I hope it happens. I think it'd just be wonderful for basketball. On the men's side, how do you look back at the Wolves' season? Well, I say disappointing. I mean, part of it uh, was just because of the injuries. So you know, you're always disappointed when you have that many injuries on that the key players and when it happened and how it happened, and etc. So that's disappointing. But I think uh, uh, it's disappointing. I think they were very positive how they would play the game. And I just think uh, 
it took much longer than they anticipated to put together the the type of defense and offense that they think is possible. So I'm kind of left with the thing is lots of room left for improvement uh, this coming year that uh, we certainly didn't get it all the first year. So if we can keep away from injuries and, and learn how to play a team defense and offense, uh, I think we can be a much better team. I agree. Now, one thing that does concern me, though, Glenn, like you go back a year to that Memphis playoff series, all the double-digit leads you blew in that series, three of them, heck, three in the fourth quarter, right? Then that theme continued again this year. You guys just blew so many double-digit leads. Like, I can't explain it, Glenn. Well, I think we're going to have to do some (laughs) analyzing of uh, how we run our teams and how we coach and how we do some things, there's just something wrong when uh, when you have that. I mean, that's the, that is, that's a bad characteristic, but it is something that happens in business in lots of areas and can be corrected. What do you make of all these coaches being like, oh, I know Chris <laughs> Finch is safe, but like all these coaches, it's nuts. Well, I... I I did talk to uh, Chris today. It's one of the people I talked to. You know, kind of joking. I said, well, you got a head start than everybody else. You guys have to leave. You got a new a new coach they all have to start with. I said, at least you can start, you know, uh, with the uh, experience. And so that should give us a good start during the year. And, and, you know, I said it is sort of a joke, but I think it's true. I think there's a... Uh, with all those changes, I think there's going to be a lot of adjustments. I think it's going to take teams a little while to get going, and uh, and I might be to our advantage. Did you have to remind him that he is indeed safe? Was he wondering about his job security? Well, he didn't ask, and I didn't say. But I mean, uh, uh, he's got to be better. He's got to improve. I haven't said that to him, but but uh, I think uh, it isn't just players. Coaches, I think when you talk about the things that you talk about, losing big leads and all that type of stuff, they're, they're personality characteristics, and they start with the leadership. And and uh, on a team, uh, certainly the head coach is one of the leaders. How do you evaluate the job that Tim Connolly did in year one? Well, I think that he took a big gamble in bringing bringing in Rudy, and then he, uh, you know, did the same thing as guard position and stuff like that. I think so the I think it's yet to be seen if these are going to work out. I think uh, uh, they're risky um, and I think you sometimes have to be risky to, to see greatness. I mean, I'll tell you what though, like, I like the Mike Conley Jr. trade with Nikhil Alexander-Walker by the way. Kyle Anderson is one of your best free agent signings in franchise history in my opinion, Glenn. I think Josh Minot has a chance to be really good. Wendell Moore Jr., I think, has a bright future. Like, every other move he made, besides the Gobert move, to me, worked out pretty well. Yeah, he brought in a couple free agents that he anticipated that they could be three shooters. And I don't know what their problem was. I mean, they were really nice men and really things. They just didn't deliver what he had hoped or I had hoped to the team. So... I agree with you. I think that there's a, I mean, when I look over the team, uh, I don't, personally, I don't want it all broke up or anything like that. I think we've got some real good ingredients. We have the opportunity for some guys to do better. And, 
we should, you know, look around. If he can come up with something that helps us, I'm always in favor of that. But I don't, I'm, I'm not going to ask him to be crazy and uh, do a trade just so we can say we did a trade. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, let's see it for maybe a full year. Hopefully Cat can stay healthy. Let's run this thing back then. Hey, maybe this time next year, if you need to do some stuff, you can consider it then. But you know this, Glenn, coming off the lottery last night, there are already people concocting all sorts of different Carl Anthony Towns trades. Yeah, well, I hear about him. I hear about him. I just think that uh, Carl's too good to give up on. Agree. Like, I hope you don't trade Carl Anthony Towns. I hope he's here for the rest of his contract. Well, I, I think, uh, I think you know, the thing that they'll have to look at uh, is uh, the salary and the tax and stuff like that because we've got a bunch of players that are going to be hitting that, that max at, at the same time. And uh, we'll have to figure out how to keep uh, a good team and yet to have a reasonable salary. So Tim has told you he's not going to Washington, that he'll be here for sure next season? Yeah, I mean, he, I didn't ask him, but he just said it in a phone call to me quite some time ago. He said that you've heard the rumors and stuff, just so you know, that not me. Sure, although would you understand it a little bit, just for the fact that he's from Baltimore, right, his wife's from Baltimore, that he worked for the Wizards back in the day, that, you know, maybe in some ways that job is appealing to him? Well, I mean, if you were asking me, would I consider that? I would. I, if a person wants doesn't want to be here, but prefer to be someplace else, you know, I'm going to accommodate them. I'm not going to ask somebody to stay here. If they have an opportunity to be someplace that's better for the family, better for them, uh, there's too many good people out there to start into that business. But your sense, Glenn, is Tim indeed likes it here, his family likes it here, that he's enjoying himself here? Well, <laughs> I talk to him quite often. I is Kyle Anderson okay? We never heard anything about that eye injury. I was worried about that eye injury in the playoffs. I can say that uh, lots of progress was made today, and things are looking pretty good. Okay, good. But it was like a process? Like when you say today, was it a more serious well, injury than a lot of I, us knew? I don't want to say anything more than that. If they want to announce it, they can announce it. Got it. I'm but, just telling you. Yeah. But, I can, I'm telling you. Good. So the bottom line is Kyle Anderson is doing well. Good. Because I'll tell you yeah. what, like, to me, you don't mess around with the eye, right? Like, you know, like I remember yeah. Kirby Puckett. Remember Kirby Puckett with the Twins, Glenn? Like, you just, you don't yeah. want to mess with the eye at all. I mean, just eye injuries, just, they worry me. They, they had, worry they me had, greatly. They had surgery or an operation today. It went very well. Good. On Nas Reed, how much would you like to see Nas back? But it's going to be hard, Glenn, because he's an unrestricted free agent. It's going to be hard, and I'm not sure we can do it, but uh, we're certainly going to try because he's uh, a great asset, a great player, and he wants to be here. So, you know, I think we'll get it done unless, you know, some team comes and offers him some crazy salary. But that's a possibility because he's improved a lot each year, and somebody might see how he fits in with their program and just kind of pull it away from us. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, we're going to try to keep it. Yeah, I mean, but at this point, wouldn't it make sense for him to get to July? Like, you guys can continue to try to extend him right now, but I guess if you're him, you may as well wait until July at this point. Well, he hasn't signed yet. Yeah, and you guys have tried, clearly, right? 
and re and reiterate. On that luxury tax topic, Len, I suppose that's not your problem, right? That's a Mark and Alex problem. Well, the way it would work out, uh, you know, I keep these guys informed. Uh, before we've done any of these other trades that Tim has done, I always have uh, informed them of the pluses and minuses, and that's the short term and long term. And nothing has been done that they uh, haven't uh, put. So everything is still tracking. Will they take over majority ownership? Is it December or will it be next March? I don't know the answer to your question because I always thought it was going to be December. But they asked this year to extend it 90 days. And they haven't said to me, but they certainly could do that again. So I don't know the answer to your question. Your relationship with those guys, though, it continues to grow and grow and grow. It's a rock-solid relationship. Well, I think we already had the relationship. I think they're working a little bit more now on my staff. Okay, so you aren't necessarily interacting with them as much as, say, you know, Ryan and Ethan and some of those guys? That's correct. I think, uh, I think uh, now they have... Uh, been around me long enough on these big issues and how we do it stuff. I've had them at the board meetings, the stuff that I can kind of help them with. I think now they're trying to work with the staff to get an understanding how a budget works, why we do what we do, uh, and that. And I think they, you know, I've opened it up so that they have access to our uh, great uh, team that we have running the Timberwolf. And uh, that includes uh, both Coach and very nice. I'll leave you with this, Glenn. One more Lynx question. What do you think will surprise us this year about the Lynx? I think that they're going to be more athletic than we've seen them lately. Mm. And I think that'll it'll be fun to watch them. In other words, they'll move the ball more. I like it. I'm looking forward to it, Glenn, Friday night. We'll see you at Target Center later this week, okay, Glenn? Always appreciate the time. All right. Get those boys cool. Okay. Thank you. I will. I appreciate it, Glenn. I always appreciate Glenn's honesty, his accessibility. Not every owner, trust me, there's many owners that never do interviews. I appreciate him answering the phone and taking a bunch of questions. Then he breaks news. The Kyle Anderson news was fresh. Heck, his commentary on Chris Finch. Tim Connolly has told him he'll be back with the Wolves next season. His relationship with Mark Laurie, Alex Rodriguez, how that sale process is ongoing. It looks like maybe we thought December, but now more like March of 2024. So lots of nuggets, interest in re-signing Nas Reed. So lots of nuggets not wanting to trade Cat. Lots of nuggets in that conversation with Glenn Taylor. Have a wonderful day, everyone. This has been Scoop Podcast episode 416. Stay safe, stay sane.